Welcome to the Hardy Mom Podcast. My mom has tips and tricks to help you live well with health challenges. Your health challenge, girl, I get it. Feeling anxious, depressed, don't you sweat it. Hey, it's Jen. Today we're going to talk about sleep. Specifically, is six hours enough? Yeah, I think you already know that the answer is no. And are you tossing and turning and wondering how in the world to sleep with chronic pain? Do you remember those good old days when you had a bedtime and you had to stay in your room and sleep? Most of us slept a lot as kids. We went to bed and stayed asleep because we didn't have a choice. And then changes started happening. Hormonal changes. We were on our own. We could stay up late. Maybe we had a child or two and the sleep deprivation really set in. And I don't know about you, but... I wake up a couple times a night and it might be me or it might be a child or it might be a dog or a neighbor, but it's taking a toll. And so I've really learned though, how to get myself to go to sleep and for the most part, stay asleep. And if I do wake up, be able to go right back to sleep. And that's why I want to talk to you because I am in pain constantly. Like my pain scale, it is about at a six all the time. It just doesn't go below that. Um, This war on pain medicine has had something to do with that. And wherever you stand, let me just tell you, this pain is obnoxious. Um, But I am doing what I can naturally to get through it. So first we'll talk a little bit about sleep deprivation just very quickly. There are several kinds, which I had not known. There's acute sleep deprivation, which is if you just have had a few days of it. And then there's chronic, which is what most moms have because we are generally sleep deprived. Um, And then there's chronic sleep deficiency or inefficient sleep and that people just keep getting disrupted for whatever health reason or whatever, which could be some of us too. And I just want to say a note to sleep medication. If you take sleep medication and you are happy taking it, you do what you and your doctor have decided. But I just want you to know that I got off sleep medication that was only supposed to be for a few months when I was going through a really hard time. And I ended up staying on it 20 years because I couldn't get off. And it was really a nightmare to wean off of that stuff. So if you have the opportunity to sleep without it, I would recommend it only because it is really hard to get off. So that's just, but if, like I said, I mean, it, nothing wrong or I'm not judging at all because like I said, I took it for 20 years. Um, but now that I'm not taking it, I'm actually falling asleep faster. And if I do wake up going back to sleep faster than I was when I took it. So I don't know why, but there you go. Um, if you are feeling like, am I sleep deprived? I don't really know. Some of the symptoms are slower thinking, reduced attention span, difficulties with memory, risky or poor decision-making, lack of energy, and feelings of stress, anxiety, irritability, and mood changes. Now, those also are results of hormone changes of some chronic illnesses. There's some side effects from medicine. So those things can be with everything. But if you're not sleeping, then and and then you start getting some sleep some of those things might be going away which would be so nice wouldn't they so what is it that i'm doing that differently that's helped well number 1 you know they tell you to like have a sleep schedule or whatever and you know have the plan for before you go to sleep and i always fought that and i was like what am i five you know 
Um, no, you don't have to be five to have that. It's actually very smart. And so what I do is I make sure that everything is lined up right the way that I need it before I sleep. Now, my husband, he is a retired soldier. He can be in the middle of a noisy bus and close his eyes and go to sleep. He can be in the middle of an airplane or he can be surrounded by screaming children. Like he can do whatever and he can sleep. Now to his credit, when the kids were babies and they cried, he did wake up. He was really good that way, but he can, but my point is he's like, I think I'm going to go to, and he's out, but I'm not like that. So what I've realized is the house needs to be a certain temperature And if it's not that temperature, I'm not sleeping well. And neither is my whole family. So it works out well that we all like it relatively cool. It's actually supposed to be good for you to sleep with it relatively cool. Here in Florida, that means air conditioning. And so the first thing I do is check the air conditioner. Make sure that it's set to the right thing for the whole night. The second thing I do is check lights. Are the lights on outside my window? Are they on in the hallway? Are they on anywhere that I need them to be off? Because I need it to be as dark as possible. My family needs lights though. So we do have some lights on. So it's a delicate balance. I make sure all the doors are locked so that I know that I'm secure and safe. And that's the rest of the house. Then I come into my room, take my medicine and it's all lined out by days. So I don't think, oh my gosh, did I take it or not? Nope. It's in its little container. And I know that if today is gone, I've taken it. So that's good. I also have a hard time breathing. And so I use those Breathe Right strips. I actually use the generic ones from Walmart and Target are actually, for me, better than Breathe Right strips. Go figure. And so I put one of those on and I have my little jaw thing because I bite my jaw. So I've got my little jaw splint and brush my teeth, put that in, go to my bed. I have chapstick because my lips get dry. And if my lips feel dry, I can't sleep. You may think that is ridiculous, but it's just how it is. So I keep it right next to the bed so that if I wake up with dry lips, that and my water are there (sighs) because, you know, the air conditioner is running all the time, right? And so it dries out the air. Okay. So, but the biggest thing, well, there's a couple. Once I get into bed, (sighs) first of all, I have an adjustable bed so that I can lean up helps me breathe a little bit. And then I know this is going to sound kind of weird, but I have restless leg. And if you don't have restless leg, you're like, whatever, why don't you just stop moving your legs? But you can't, it's this thing. And then the muscles get contracted and they get all tight. And, uh, and so I put the massage thing on for my legs and somehow my brain thinks, oh, my legs are moving. I don't need to move them. It like 50% of the restless leg thing is gone. It is like a miracle. So if you have that, something to consider. I know it's it's a little bit spendy, but it's really having that adjustable bed has made the difference in my sleep. My, we have the split king. So my husband can set his how he likes it. I can set mine how I like it. And then we just put one king sheet over it and we're together. Bada bing, bada boom. Okay. The second thing I do, I love... Costco throw blankets. They are so soft. So if you don't go to Costco, find blankets that are super soft. I have my regular, you know, sheets and blankets for my bed, but I have three extra blankets. One goes under my neck. I kind of roll it up a little bit. It supports my neck. Then I have one for either side of me. And then as I'm turning or whatever, I can use it to support myself. And it really, really helps. And they're so soft and cozy and cuddly. And it just really helps me sleep. The last thing I do, oh, sorry. The second to last thing I do is I journal. 
and I write down what happened during the day because with all this brain fog and all this stuff, I don't remember everything. And it's been really nice. I use a five-year journal. So like in 2020, when the world started going mad, I started journaling and it's been really nice. I can go back and I can look or when there's health issues with myself or my children or whatever, I, I write them down in there too. And then when I go back, I'm like, oh my gosh, that started that long ago. I didn't realize that that started three years ago. I thought it was like two weeks ago because, you know, sometimes I forget. And so it's been really nice. As a side note, I have just published in the past week, three journals that happen to be five-year journals that are extra large. So you can really write things for the day. So highly, highly recommend it. You can find them at hardymom.com or on Amazon. If you look at Jen Hardy anyway, so I journal. And then the last thing is I turn on an audiobook because my brain is just constantly going. So the journaling helps because, you know, when you sit down on the bed and your brain is like, oh, remember those five things you were supposed to do today that you didn't, or those 10 things you need to do tomorrow, bet you're going to forget those. No, 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 because you've written it down in your journal. You've got it all set. But my brain is still likes to talk, just constant chatter going on in there. And so if I listen to a kind of slow audiobook, then it makes my brain focus on that enough to sleep. So I don't listen to exciting books with a cast of characters where everyone's reading it out and it's like a movie. I don't listen to that. There's an author and her name is MC Beaton and also Marion Chesney. And one of those is a pen name. Anyway, it's the same person. She is a prolific writer. She's written like 200 books, but they're all relatively the same. And so I can listen to things that are a little different, but I know the basic storyline. I know what's going to happen. And so it's interesting enough to make my brain stop chattering to itself so that I can rest, but it's not so interesting. It keeps me up. And then I fall asleep within 15 minutes. Usually it's five to 10 used to take me two hours. And then if I wake up during the middle of the night, because somebody has a nightmare or the dog needs to go potty or, you know, life happens, I just turn it back on and I'm out. So I really hope that some of these things can help you. And I would love to know, what do you do to sleep? Can you email me contact at hardymom.com or you can go to hardymom.com slash contact and leave me a message and let me know what is your trick because I would love to share that with the group. Oh, and speaking of group, would you like to go on Facebook and join the Hardy Moms? I know you might feel the way I do about Facebook, but it's a great group of ladies that are in there and everybody just wants to help each other. And it's really nice. We do have a private group that we're working on growing too. So just let me know if you'd like to join and I cannot wait to talk to you tomorrow. Thank you so much for being with me today. Have a great day. Advice from experts and interviews. Find time to be with your kids and family. I can help you get it done easily. So, premenopausal or postpartum, all stages of womanhood, girl, we've got them. I've been there, I've done that too. With a Hardy Mom podcast, yeah, I'm here for you.